All right, I haven't had time to go through my Tuesday funnies and really listen to make sure everything's like appropriate, but most of the stuff I talk about seems like it's not super appropriate. So hopefully nobody gets offended and you just take these jokes for what they are. Sometimes it seems like I'm making fun of people, which I am, but it's in good humor. But I make fun of myself also. So if I can make fun of myself, I should be able to make fun of you. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. All right. So I I think my kids get like their thinking from me probably because the stuff they say is hilarious. But I was tucking my kids in. And sometimes I get my hair cut and I have somebody to cut my hair that like a super nice guy. And then we were talking about his girlfriend because my son wants to get his hair permed. And he's like, I don't want to get it permed by, I know, I got it. I know, I'm getting it. You you could do it also. I don't know what it's on. Prime video. <laughs> Sorry, guys, there's only a minute left of this football game, and then he decides to do a podcast. Because I'll forget. Do it. Click. Is this the right thing? Oh, my God. Oh, dear. There. It's on. Thank you. Anyway, out in the sky, he's got a girlfriend. Now it's his fiance. Tucker's like, I don't want her to do it. And I was like, whatever. And then they're like, I was surprised that he has a girlfriend. And then I said, well, what if he listens? I can't do it. Who? My guy that does hate my hair. You think he listens? No, but what if he does one day? Why? And I just said she's not that good looking either. Because he's kind of like funny looking. She's not that good looking? <laughs> uh-uh. He's not either. He's not. So they were like, oh, I'm surprised he has a girlfriend. Oh, I had no idea what you were talking about. And I was like, yeah, but she's like not really that good looking either. <laughs> and then uh... Austin goes... Does she look like John Cena? <laughs> what? <laughs> then he goes, mixed with Joey Chestnut? <laughs> She's actually pretty, by the way. And he just has, like, crazy hair. That's why they think that. And, like, piercings and lots of tattoos and stuff. All right. Okay. So, I was talking to Kelsey. Because we, <laughs> we were just talking about how insane I am. And this music stuff, how it's kind of gotten out of control really fast. Like, I go from I want to run like a mile to I want to run 100 miles so quick. It's like, it's hard for people to adjust their minds to it. Right, Kels? Yep. Yeah. So, because I've just been playing music for like three years and been writing music. And I feel like I'm getting better. And then my mind automatically wants to know how far can I take this? how big can it get and i'm like this has got to be really weird right like i look like a crazy person she goes it's interesting it's interesting let's just say it's interesting and i'm like okay but we were talking about how most people pursue this in their like 20s because they go through college they pursue their passions i was knocking doors 
in Guatemala when I was 19 to 21. And then I got married quick, started having kids. And so I just pushed things. And so it's like I'm living my 20s through my 30s. And so it's really strange, right, Kels? It's weird. It's weird to experience from an outside perspective looking in because you don't have perspective on like what I went through with that. Guatemala. Yeah. And like the things that you were doing. Should when I tell you were them? 18. Like, Should I tell them? Oh my gosh. Well, probably. Like, so when you, so imagine yourself, people. if you're listening and you're like in your 30s, 20s, 40s, 50s, <laughs> imagine where you were when you were 18, 19. And you weren't Mormon. Just whoever's listening, yeah. And you weren't Mormon. Because Mormons Some Mormons didn't go. So Mormons, you'll relate, yeah. yeah. So I probably have like a decent amount of Mormons listening. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. They hate me. <laughs> it's either inactives. The the actives don't listen to me. They can't stand me. Go on. Because they talk about dicks all the time. Like 18-year-old. All right, so I Where get off. I Basically, I put these papers in to go on a mission. So the tr- if you're a Mormon and you're 19 years old, it's 18 now. It used to be 19. So when I was going on a mission, it was 19. Now they moved it to 18 oh because too many people were going to college and, and then deciding not to go on a mission. Good for them. Because they'd fall in love or they'd like find a passion. So like, too many more fuckers are finding passions. <laughs> Let's move it to 18. So for whatever fucking reason, I decided to go because I wanted to people please, you know? Yeah. I want people to be happy with me. So I was like, cool, I'll just go suffer through two years or whatever. Anybody could do that. So I was looking at it as like this growth opportunity, but then not knowing how much it was going to suck. So first you go to this mission training center for two, two months. I was there for two months. It's five, wake up at five in the morning. You go to bed at nine at night. It's like the army. And so you're basically there like all day studying scriptures and language. So you go to class after class after class after class after class like robots until you understand the language good enough to where they send you to a country where you're now fully immersed in this language you don't know. Imagine that shock. So you get off the airplane and all of a sudden you're there and you're in the airport and it's like, and you're like, what the fuck? Imagine that. So now you just get off the airport. So it happens to like military guys. Go to like Korea or like our neighbors are going to Korea. Oh my gosh, they probably have like this thought in their head what it's going to be like and then they get there and it's actually like completely different. But it's weird because you, so I got there and I, I had to uh, basically, you go to the mission president's house for like two days and then you get sent out to your area. So they have like this big meeting and the, all the missionaries are in this room. And they're like, so-and-so is going to be partnered with so-and-so. And you're sitting there like, please not this person. Please not this person. Please not this person. And then it's like you're hearing rumors. People are like, you don't want this guy. You definitely do not want this guy. And all of a sudden, like, the name gets called. And you're like, uh-oh. So I got put with this guy, probably one of the people I love more than, like, most of my companions. But when you get him, so all the missionaries at the time, like, he was the strict, obedient missionary. And so he's from Alabama. He spoke perfect English, but he would only speak to me in Spanish. So he'd only talk Spanish. 
And I didn't know Spanish, but he was doing it as like a like baptism by fire. Like you need to learn this. I was ready to like make a friend and enjoy my time with him because that that would have been fun for me just to really get to know him. I don't feel like I got to know him very well because we only spoke Spanish to each other. <laughs> but anyway, they call his name. We're on a bus not too long later going out to Chiquimula. And you get off the bus. It's like a three-hour drive. It's a million degrees. You got your suitcases. You got a suit on. And there's all these like vans and stuff driving around going, Chiquimula sin basura, which means like Chiquimula without garbage. Like they're trying to do like this cleanup campaign. Everybody's like, se arreglen zapatos. Everybody want, every, there's like so many shoes that need fixed in Guatemala. It's like insane. Like everywhere you go, it's like, se arreglen zapatos, se arreglen zapatos. We'll fix your shoes. It's like, because everybody's walking everywhere. So they fix shoes like in America, how they fix tires because we drive. So I was like a third world, third world country. So people's soles of their shoes were getting ripped apart. So anyway, I'm walking to my house. I'm sweating to death. I got my suitcases. I'm about to put those. I'm 19 years old. I put those inside just ready for the AC to hit. No AC for two years. So imagine you're in the hottest place you've ever been. Think about the hottest place you've ever been so far in your life. Put yourself there. And now you're there for the next two years. And you maybe get one or two times where you get to step into AC to escape. I didn't have a car in my home. I was walking everywhere. So you get out of your apartment and you'd go walk and you'd knock on doors and basically just ask people if they've heard about Jesus Christ and then teach them about Christ and about the Book of Mormon, about the Bible. And then they would convert or they wouldn't. And I did that for two years. And you meet with members so like you'd go to people that were already Mormon, like, do you have friends that need this message? And then they would introduce you to friends and you go teach the friends. And then you were hoping to baptize people and convert them. And so when you guys were out partying, playing music, like having sex, like doing real life things, I was out teaching. I was teaching the gospel, like teaching Christ and like, at this point, I'm 19, so I don't really know what I'm into. I don't know, like, my life. And so Kelsey left for a little bit, and I just took over this podcast. But She's back now. I'm busy yeah. <laughs> well, you could chime in. If I want to. It's always nice when you do. My <laughs> listeners really like you. Oh, you're just saying that. You're trending well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, imagine where you were at, 19, 20, 21. Imagine doing that. And then coming home and then just getting married. Mind you, they forbade masturbation. No, nothing with girls. Couldn't like have a relationship with a girl. If you got caught talking to a girl, like flirting, you would get in trouble. They told you to lock, lock your heart and throw away the key. I wrote a song that when I started, I got to go back and listen to my first podcast. I wrote a song that was, lock your heart, throw away the key. I can't remember what it was though. But anyway, imagine like this scenario, then you come home and you're basically just like in a life that you're not. And I'm, this happens to like a lot of people though. Like people get trapped in alcohol. Like in your, like where you're from, a lot of people get like sucked into alcohol. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Because would you, how many, what's the percentage of the people that live where you live that stay in Red Lodge, do you think? Not that many, actually. So most leave? Most leave. So most do really good? Most leave, yeah. So not that many people get sucked in alcohol? Or they leave and they're sucked in? There's a lot of people moving there who end up moving there and getting sucked in alcohol. They, like, move there because this cute little mountain town, next thing you know, they're, like, alcoholics full-blown, like, the next because it's just a bar town yeah but like the point I'm, like so you're just a, you're a like a, i don't like the word victim but you're like a victim of your circumstances or you're like a product of your circumstances and so everybody's raised a certain way so for people like me i know a lot of people that are in their 30s and 40s that are now pursuing these weird ass things that yeah. seem crazy to most people <laughs> in a roundabout way guys that's what i was getting at Ten minutes later. <laughs> Goodbye. I hope any of that made sense to you guys. Goodbye. On another note, before I forget, we had a flat a tackle football game today. My 10-year-old plays with like 7 up to 10. And this kid, it was so sad. He got nailed like in his back. His back kind of like cracked back and he had to be taken out on like a stretcher. Like the fire truck came. The ambulance came. It's like a crazy experience. Mm. And, like, you think the kid's paralyzed. And it was, like, the perfect time as a coach to step up and give, like, this, like, amazing coaching moment. Like, because the team, my son's team got destroyed. They got beat pretty good. And the coach, after the game, instead of being, like, good job, guys, that was tough. Sorry that you had to witness that. Like, keep it moving. I feel like our culture is getting lost a little bit in like winning. Winning is everything. Do whatever it takes to be at the top. Yep. Still, cheat, for, lie, for kill. Yeah, so the coach, this is the coach for a 7 to 10-year-old football league. The guy gets so angry, he tells the kids that he quits. He walks off the field at the end of the game. He's, He's yelling at people that are in his way, get out of my way. His wife is shoving him, pushing. And I was like, maybe we should suspend the coaching and look for some anger management. Yeah. Like last year in this league, somebody got stabbed. <laughs> I think we talked about that, right? Yeah, last year. Last year, somebody got stabbed. Yep. Knife fight. Knife fight at a like, children's football game. If you're a parent and you're listening to this podcast right now and one of these things has happened to you, seek help immediately. So, social media, I post stuff all the time. If you follow me, you know. And you don't ever like my stuff because I know you don't because I don't get any likes. <laughs> so don't lie to me and pretend like you do. Unless you're like the two or three people. I know one of you likes my stuff. Thank you. Maybe two of you. Maybe three of you. My three listeners. <laughs> anyway, I got this new guy. He's just jumped on board with liking all my stuff. But I'll put a picture of like me and every single thing I put up, he puts hard eyes. And I was saying to Kelsey, I was like, this is like getting weird. And she's like, oh, I would for sure block that guy. And I was like, how do you block one of the only people that likes your shit? You can't. Or you could just decide that likes don't matter and <laughs> block him. <laughs> I like likes. I need someone to 
<laughs> like my stuff, please. I feel bad.